This is the Wednesday, January 19th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action tonight, NBA and a little golf as well. We'll get you in and out in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian alongside Tyler Fulgham. Last time we spoke, we were doing the Megacast Monday night, so a lot of fun for that. I hope a lot of uh, our listeners... Certainly appreciated that. Uh, always good to kind of try new things and expand our coverage. And obviously, with the betting flavor, we are all in. So let's turn our page to the NBA for tonight. The game that jumps out to me most is Miami. We're starting to see it go to 10 now. No Norman Powell for Portland. Obviously, no Dame as well. They get the win in Orlando. So I just wonder how much of an edge they'll have tonight uh, in terms of the back-to-backs. I think there's no now. There's no Kyle Lowry for Miami, but they are get they got Adebayo back, Butler back. They have the bench. I really like this Heat team. I think it's going to be a double-digit win. Yeah, I can see that Miami's uh, you know one of the better teams in the association, no doubt about it. Um, I'm looking at, I believe it's the second game on ESPN tonight, Denver and the L.A. Clippers. Uh, the Clippers wildly shorthanded. Paul George still out. Of course, Kawhi Leonard hasn't played all year long. The Nuggets starting to find a little bit of a groove. Uh, Nikola Jokic is having a better season this year than he did last year statistically um, when he won the MVP award and when the nuggets are at home, I, I like attacking the under there. So I play that uh, total under two fourteen, or isolate the Los Angeles Clippers side because the nuggets are one of the slowest pace teams in the NBA, which makes sense when your focal point is Jokic. Uh, he's a big seven foot center. He, he does not want to be sprinting up and down the court. So they, they take their time. They, they slow the pace down. I, I play that game under or the uh, Clippers team total under a few others that stand out to me. Um, the bulls against the Cavs. the, the bulls are a rare home dog, but they have no Lonzo ball, no Zach Levine, no Derek Jones, no Patrick Williams. There's some key pieces out of their rotation. It's pretty much just DeRozan and Vucevic. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to ride with the Cavs. They've been one of the better ATS teams in the NBA this season. Cause they're just, you know, far, far healthier with Darius Garland playing all-star level and Evan Mobley and Jared Allen doing what they do. You know, one of my other favorites in the NBA is when the Spurs are at home to play the over um, 15, five and one. So of the 21 games they've played at home this season, the Spurs, 15 of them have gone over the total. It's at two twenty and a half. and a half. They are playing the thunder. So there might be a little concern that the Thunder don't bring the offense. Again, if you'd rather isolate the Spurs team total, that's 113 and a half. But uh, points are usually scored inside the Spurs gym. And then finally, another one is the uh, Grizzlies and the Bucks. Um, I love the Grizzlies. You know that. But uh, they are without some key pieces in their rotation tonight. Dylan Brooks, who's been out, joining him is Desmond Bain, who's their second best wow. player and second leading scorer, and Kyle Anderson, Sloma, who does a little bit of everything. So I'll lay the three points in the first half with the Bucks at home because they are uh, fully healthy with their big three uh, that just won an NBA championship. And uh, as Aaron Dolan has told us uh, throughout the last few weeks, the, the Bucks are one of the better team as far as the first half spread. So I'm thinking it's a, a spot to attack the Grizzlies since they'll be shorthanded. No bounce back spot for you with Detroit after getting just clobbered <laughs> at Golden State, getting a touchdown in Sacramento. Uh, no, I'm not. Not I haven't wagered a lot of money on the Detroit Pistons uh, this year. I've wagered a lot against them. There's uh, no doubt about that. But uh, I, I, I'll pass on the bounce back spot for the Pistons. Yeah, the Lakers interest me. Maybe in a money line parlay. I don't want to lay the five. Um, throw that with the the Heat. Maybe. Um, about it. I, I do lean with you on fading Chicago. I was on the Grizzlies yeah. one day. Uh, they took care of business against the Bulls. Uh, 
Kobe White also is a guy who's going to get him points. But yeah, I just feel like that's not enough for a team like Cleveland, who's just so solid, so reliable. Yeah, really? Um, by the way, this Miami line's steaming up. Atlanta's an interesting team. They're favored by one and a half at home. They can't win home games. <laughs> uh, the T-Wolves do have firepower. We'll, we'll see what happens there. I'm not going to play it, but at some point, we got to see the, the the Hawks revert to some positive regression, I guess. Is yeah, I wonder if uh, Clint Capella is still out for them. If he is, that obviously would be a big boost for Carl Anthony Towns, who's been playing some some really good hoops right now. So um, it looks like Capella and Bogdanovich are still out for for the Hawks. So if you don't love maybe you know that number for for the T Wolves, maybe you isolate a rebounding or a scoring prop for. Um, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, since his matchup will be, you know, greatly improved with the absence of Capella in the paint. Right, 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 right. Okay. All right, man. I, uh, you had some golf for us as well. Yeah. Sony Open starts tomorrow. Uh, but they're back uh, off of Hawaii, back on the uh, lower 48 in the mainland on California. This is a uh, unique tournament in the fact that, um, the, the tournament will take place at three different courses. So you're guaranteed at least two rounds if you make the cut, which the cut doesn't happen until after 54 holes. It's a 54-hole cut, not a 36-hole cut uh, on Saturday. Uh, PGA West is the uh, main course that everyone will play at least once on the first three days and then on Sunday. John Rahm is the favorite for good reason. It's six. He's a you know, plus 600 favorite, six to one favorite. And that's, you know, comically short odds to bet on in a golf tournament. However, in my lifetime, this is the closest, and it's still not close, but it's the closest anyone has been relative to the rest of the world uh, when Tiger Woods is in his prime. Again, I want to reiterate, he's not even close to lapping the field the way Tiger Woods was, but it's the closest I can remember to the, the gap between the world number one and the world number two. And that's saying a lot because the you know the two, three, four, five players in the world are the Dustin Johnson, JTs, Rory McIlroy's of the world. They're really still freaking good, Colin Morikawa's. But John Rahm right now just – Tournament in and tournament out is lights out. He just finished second at the Century uh, Tournament of Champions in Hawaii, where he had a score of 33 under, which was the best hole score relative to par in PGA Tour history, beating the old record of 32 under. It just so happened that Cam Smith uh, also broke the record, shooting at 34 under. So Rom just set a PGA Tour record only to have it bested in the same tournament. Uh, he's finished first and sixth at this very event the last two times he's played it. His 66.7 scoring average, or 67.7 scoring average, I should say, is third in the field. This is a short, the three courses combined for a par 72, really short setup with Rom with his immaculate short game, his driving accuracy and distance. He should absolutely crush on this and go really low in the 20s. He's top five in almost every major statistical category in this field. So I know it's comically low, but I'm it's, I'm hard-pressed to wager my money anywhere else than John Rahm. And I don't even want to, you know, lower the odds on like a top five, top 10. I'll just, you know, play the six to one. It's still a decent payout for him to win because I, I do think there's like a 20% chance he wins this tournament, which is crazy wow. to say for, for, a, for a golfer, but that's just how good he is right now. And this field is not, you know, loaded with a lot of top-end talent. There's Tony Finau, there's Patrick Cantley. But, you know, that's the other, like, elite golfers, and Rahm is so much better than both of them. Um, so I'll, I'll buy him at 6-1, to one, maybe a half unit, something like that. But uh, he's just so good right now, I can't bet against him. All right, my man. Well, great stuff as always. Uh, good to uh, flush it out, and I'll see you later uh, on the show. Yep, sounds good, brother. All right, 6 Eastern ESPN2, everyone.